Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, this is going to be a very, very powerful show. Uh, the reason is, um, it's changed a bit. What I was going to originally talk about is how we're losing a generation, literally. Um, this generation will not outlive their parents. We're seeing a massive rise in chronic illness and disease. And, and this trend has been increasing over the last 30 years exponentially. And, and when you're looking at the media, at how these things are portrayed, knowing that 54% of the children have a chronic illness or disease that they will never recover from, there's a lot of um, Internet access going on or Internet communication. And you'll see on Facebook, on YouTube, on uh, Pinterest, on, on Google, on all of these different things, if you're typing in what's happening, you can get some completely inaccurate data from some very official sources and some very accurate data from some unofficial sources. And the separation of the truth between falsehoods is huge, huge. And it's getting even bigger. Why? Because there is an agenda to cover up that the current, uh, not just administration, but the current practices of of you know having the toxic food having the multiple medications and multiple vaccinations are giving us a population that's sicker and dumber than ever before uh, which is easier to control but we're looking literally at the loss of a generation and the loss of freedom of speech now this is huge because these policies are going to be implemented in the next 18 months and that means that programs like this will be off of the air so um, why is this happening, the loss of freedom of speech and loss of freedom of expression? Well, uh, if you're going to control any ideas that run against the government policies. So right now the kids are getting 72 doses of 17 different vaccines. There's over 300 different vaccines in the works. So if you have a dissenting opinion about cancer control or the source of disease, that has to be eliminated. Now, this type of government control is, is very common in other countries. Uh, North Korea has a complete shutdown of it. China, uh, Russia, uh, Japan even has some restrictions, but not near that many. Uh, Germany has had several. Uh, in Canada and Australia, they're getting certain restrictions where they're not allowing certain speeches to be done. Uh, so this is, it's happening around the world. Uh, because imagine, forced medical procedures without informed consent. So if you're following the government policy, then you're getting 13 adult vaccines and um, the 72 doses of vaccines for, for the, the standard child below 18. Now, they tried to pass a bill called SB 1424, uh, and this would end free speech on the Internet in California. And, and think of this. Videos, still photographs, blogs, video blogs, podcasts, instant and text messages, email, online services or account, or Internet website profiles or locations. So that means they're looking at your cell phone. This means that any text messages that you send to people um, will be um, not appropriate. 
because, listen to this, a plan to mitigate uh, the spread of false information through news stories, to utilize fact checkers to verify news stories, and to provide an outreach to social media users regarding news stories containing false information. That's the idea behind it. Now, so false information. So if you say a flu shot is safe and effective, and I say, well, it has neurotoxins in it, is it effective in reducing the occurrence of the flu? Heck, it may be. Does it have neurotoxins in there that can cause autoimmune diseases? Absolutely. So would you like to hear both opinions? I think that would be appropriate so that you can make a decision for yourself. However, too many people are making decisions. So what do you do when your government lies to you? Outright lies to you. Okay, well, February 14th, this is last week, Energy and Commerce um, bipartisan leaders announced a subcommittee hearing on the measles outbreak and efforts, uh, response efforts. Now, think of this, the measles outbreak. So they're utilizing almost like a false flag problem where you're talking 50 people in one state had measles. And this, and remember, most of these people have recovered because the, the um, outbreak has been going on for about two weeks now. So you're seeing people get it, and then they recover. So let's listen to this um, breaking news. Quote, Measles is a highly contagious, life-threatening virus that was previously eliminated in the United States thanks to the success of the measles vaccine. End of quote. Well, that's a lie. Okay, it is highly contagious, life-threatening, in ridiculous rare circumstances. Before the vaccine, you're talking 4 million people a year would catch it and 400 would die. And they were mainly vitamin A deficient. Eliminated in the United States? No, we've had measles outbreaks about every two to three years for forever. And then they go on to say that there's, um, unfortunately, the measles cases are in a rise of virus transmissions among unvaccinated groups. And so you look at this and it's like, well, wait a second, that's not really true. And I'm going to do a talk in a couple of weeks when I get some more data points on the benefits of having measles. That's right. It reduces certain cancers. It reduces certain cardiovascular diseases. It strengthens your body's immune system. But this isn't just happening um, in, in America. It's happening worldwide. Now, in July 2018... New guidelines from the World Health Organization puts children's life at risks. Now, what they did, okay, two pediatricians from India have urged the World Health Organization to urgently revise its manual on the classifications of adverse events following immunizations. Um, they, they say that the new guidelines put children's lives at risk, and absolutely they do. And they even go on to state this can embolden man vaccine manufacturers to be more reckless with regard to adverse reactions. And the new study showed that uh, the switch from DPT, diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis, to the pentavalent vaccine almost doubled the deaths following the vaccine. Now, those deaths would not have even been recorded with the new World Health Organization guidelines. So is this, is this um, information valuable? Yes, but with the new uh, kibosh, with them shutting down these Internet services, I don't know how strict it's going to get. 
I utilize certain news services, and then I check their facts. I check their references. Then I use Google Scholar to look up the actual journal articles. Uh, so what I'm going to have to do is go to, we have to develop certain underground aspects so we can still have this information um, transferred to those that need it, like anyone alive. Uh, just look at, look at our world right now. Just look at America. 26,000 babies in America die before their first birthday. Now, the overall incident of childhood cancers is increasing 1% per year over the last 30 years. And, of course, there's a lot of things that have increased. Now, here's an article. And this is interesting because this is out of Staffordshire, England. Dr. Chris Exley of Keele University. And I want to just read this one part. Okay, five clear replicable and related discoveries explaining how autism is triggered have formed an undeniably clear picture of autism's causation and possible ways to alleviate the symptoms too. Most of the research that has created this understanding has been published in the last 36 months, largely from international scientists in the UK, Canada, France, Israel, China. The American media, public health authorities, and Autism Speaks are silent. Okay, now that's the top of the article, and they go on to state that they've actually uncovered aluminum in certain areas of the brain, and yes, every vaccine contains aluminum. They use it as an adjuvant. But let's look at, at other things. So, so these type of, uh, this type of information will not get to you in the next 18 months. So it's important that we get as much of this information out there. If you look at the Clinical and Translational Medical Journal in December 2016, they had hidden concerns about the agenda behind the HP or safety concerns and the hidden agenda behind HPV vaccines, another generation of drug dependence society. And what they found, and this, this gal, uh, Katami, um, she wrote this article, and this is a very sharp gal. We're talking retired professor and former director at the National Institute of Health and the National Cancer Institute. Analysis of the data and hidden agenda behind repeated failed outcomes of cancer research and therapy and the status of American health, the safety concerns for the HPV vaccine and future research considerations are summarized in this commentary. Uh, she goes on to, um, it, quote, it does not matter how many resources you have, if you don't know or don't want to know how to use them, they will never be enough. She just destroys um, the current medical system uh, by saying, look, there's, there's no, there's no um, set policy on getting these problems solved. What about this Journal of Biomedicine article from 2002? When we're talking about uh, the measles outbreak and the government erroneously, um, I, if it's purposely erroneous, that's called lying, Okay, if they're just ignorant, so we've got a choice. Either they're ignorant or they're absolutely evil about saying that the measles vaccine, uh, that it's the unvaccinated spreading it. Well, let's look at the Journal of Biomedical Science. Uh, quote, autoimmunity to the central nervous system, especially in myelin basic protein, may play a causal role in autism, a neurodevelopmental disorder. 
because many autistic children harbor elevated levels of the measles antibody, we conducted a serologic study of the measles, mumps, and rubella and the MBP autoantibodies. So think of this. They're finding measles antibodies from the shot that they can do and, and do the pro, or the DNA analysis of it, quote, showed a significant increased level of the MMR antibodies in autistic kittens. Uh, MMR antibodies in autistic uh, sera detected measles, HA protein, which is unique to the measles subunit of the vaccine. We suggest that there is an inappropriate antibody response to the MMR, specifically the measles component thereof, that might be related to the pathogenesis of autism. End of quote. That was 16 years ago. Now, the, one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons that the, um, the censorship is going to be placed on. Why? Because if the American public actually knew, and I'm talking the general public, and let's say that your kid was just diagnosed with autism, and they've known that the MMR shot is linked to autism, and they knew it 16 years ago, wouldn't that be a challenge? Let's look at PACE Environmental Law Review. Unanswered questions, a review of compensations for vaccine brain injury. And they go in to talk about how many of the cases that the um, Vaccine Injury Compensation Board has been paying on brain damage from the vaccines. What about this one from the Anti-Cancer Research, May 1999? So we're talking 20, uh, 30 years ago. Um, or actually 20 years ago. So we look at this. Cancer risk associated with the simian 40 virus containing polio vaccine. What they found out is the vaccine that was passed out from 1955 through 1961 um, has was contaminated with this virus. It took them 30 years to find it. So what's going to happen to the girls and boys that are getting the HPV virus, three of those, that are supposed to protect you from cervical cancer 50 years from now? Do you really think that a shot given to a nine, three shots given to a nine-year-old girl um, that might possibly protect a 1 in 48,000 chance of dying from cervical cancer when she's 58? I, you know, what a scam. Okay, then we look at human experimental toxicology, and they talk about, and this is from September 2011, um, is there a relationship between more vaccines given and infant mortality rate, like less vaccines, less infant mortality rate, more vaccines, more infant mortality rate? And sure enough, that's what they found. They found that, um, quote, it is possible that some nations are requiring too many vaccines for their infants and additional vaccine virgin are a toxic burden on their health. Absolutely. Um, now, what about this measles thing? Well, if you know that measles, mothers that got wild measles exposure actually protects their kid. And what they found is that um, acquiring measles in infancy is a risk factor of developing this subsclerosing panencephalitis. Uh, so this is why over the last few years, and we're talking um, since the early 1990s, there's been a 25-fold increase in the damage from this measles. It, and it's mainly because the mothers are not exposed 
to wild measles, so they cannot pass on the protection. Quote, the absence of maternal immunoprotection can be attributed to the vaccinated of, of mothers in their childhood. In the U.S., routine vaccination against measles started in the early 1960s. Vaccination took away the chance of many mothers to be to experience measles at a safe age and thereby acquiring um, natural immunity. What about this one? Out of the Journal of Pediatrics, increased susceptibility to measles in infants in the United States. And they go on to state the same thing. An increasing portion of the infants born in the United States may be susceptible to measles. Why? Because if you get a wild exposure to measles, your body can actually develop those immune system responses and pass it on to the next generation. Uh, here's one, an article out of The Lancet, 1968. It turns out that kids with A gamma globulinemia, they cannot form antibodies. They actually recovered from measles just as fast as their counterparts that could. And one of the ways it was helped is because of the mothers that were exposed to wild measles. But our children are sick. Now remember, 18 months from now, you will not be able to get this information. This program, all the other information on the net will be wiped out. So what we have to do, you have to not just download it, um, with that link, do not download the URL. You got to download and the recording of it, because this information is going to be underground pretty darn soon. Let's look back in 2002 when that last article was written. There was one in 150 children with autism, according to the CDC. One in 150. It's now one in 36. Okay, so in 15 years, it's massively increasing. So what are the American epidemics? Let's just look at the health of the population. Autism, 1 in 38, 1 in 36. It depends on if you're checking. Right now they're checking 12-year-olds, and it, the general occurrence is around 2. 1 in 10 of have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. 70% of those kids are medicated. I'd love to see a study that shows that Class two narcotics, amphetamines, okay, are good for kids. I haven't seen any study like that, you know. But, you know, you start medicating these little kids with class two narcotics, they might have a negative effect on their brain. Asthma, one in ten. Allergies, one in four. Diabetes, one in four. Obesity, one in three. Depression, one in two. Cancer, in our, our population, cancer, one in two. Dementia, we're talking one in one. You're not going to see ratios like that. But if we keep going on, these type of epidemics are going to be there. This means everyone will have dementia, 100%. And this is not a normal sign of aging. So what's the deal? While we still have a free media or somewhat free media, do we need a better drug? Or are we just better diagnosis? Could it be toxic food, toxic environment, genetics, over-vaccination? Okay, so let's just take a chill pill. Just take a deep breath because this is psychotic. Let's look at holism. What's holism? Okay, holism means that the whole body, the whole everything. It refers to encompassing uh, approach of set of circumstances, living in, in, in inanimate uh, matter, um, human beings and their physiology and mental processes, uh, societies, coherent systems, relationship between the wholes and their components. So holism means you're looking at everything. So what you have, you have a choice. 
you have a choice to look at the dichotomies, okay, the differences. Vitalism versus mechanism. Vitalism means that you're, you're, there's an, an intelligence about the design, okay, that each system works in harmony in relationship to the body. Mechanism means you're a bunch of parts. So you got the cardiovascular system, the digestive system, the endocrine system, you know, and all of these systems work together, but they're all separate systems. Vitalism says you can't separate that. So how do you treat your health? Do you go to the gastroenterologist, the endocrinologist, the cardiologist, the neurologist, and all of these different doctors give you different diagnoses and different medications? Or do you go to one doctor and look at the overall system? So when we look at holism versus reductionism, holism means that there's an intelligence to this. Reductionism means you start breaking things down. That's the scientist. Um, and the scientist is really, really good to find out how things work, but why they work, you've got to look at holism. How about humanism versus authoritarianism? Humanism means each person has individual rights and they're essential beings and they need to be respected. Authoritarianism means that human doesn't know what the hell they're doing and that we have to get in there and force them to do, um, to follow along societal norms. What do you think is better? Do you think natural, um, something that grows from the ground or natural remedies are better? Or do you think artificialism is better? Like, would you like to strengthen your immune system through healthy diet, exercise, um, you know, natural means, deep sleep, things like that? Or do you still want to strengthen your immune system through vaccinations and microwave foods? Pretty much up to you. Do you like conservative therapeutics or high-risk inter inter interventions? Uh, see, d do you want the ability to choose? Do you want the ability to choose the right aspect for you? I mean, let's just look at, just for the heck of it, um, let's look at a study comparing Vioxx, okay, which was drawn for killing 50,000 people. Was that actually useful? Well, it turns out that um, the, the trials did not support the usefulness of using Vioxx, so it wasn't even based in science. Um, what about drugging symptoms with non-steroidal anti-inflammatories? It turns out that that's not based in science either. What about conservative therapeutics? Like, let's say you're just talking pain. How about chiropractic? Well, according to the Journal of Spine, Within 16 weeks of chiropractic care, there was a 2,700% grade improvement. What about turmeric and rheumatoid arthritis? So you've got an autoimmune condition that starts to destroy the joints. Would you like to regenerate the joints? If you look at the Arthritis Research and Therapy Journal, um, curcumin okay, helps establish a microenvironment which affects the pro-inflammatory cytokines. So tumor can actually help, or curcumin can help and have that regenerate. Okay, what about high-risk interventions for the, the kids' um, problems that we're having now? Do you realize that 40% of our infants have colic? 50% of the newborns have reflux? Okay, so let's just take reflux. What do you give for that? Well, in the natural world, and you could choose the natural currently, eventually those choices will be gone, but you can choose the natural now where you go in and, you know, get your mom's remedies, take them to the chiropractor, take them to the naturopath, the homeopath, acupuncturist. There's a lot of different health specialties out there. 
but since the medical world is running the government, all of those specialties will not be advertised. So you take them to the, the medical doctor and they get a chemical. So what's the, the treatment for reflux? Um, H2 blockers. So this would be Tagamant, Zantax, Pepsacid, or Pepsid. And what's the side effect of those? Headaches, constipation, diarrhea, fast heart rate, tachycardia, respiration issues, dizziness, nausea, vomiting. Or you can give them proton pump inhibitors like Prilosex, Nexium. What are the effects of that? Headaches, diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, nervousness, again with a heartbeat, rash, dizziness, muscle pain. And you want to do this to an infant. Um, it's crazy. But the American Academy of Pediatrics, think of, it, think of just with kids. They say it's normal for a child to go one a day or two or three days without a bowel movement. Really, try holding on to your poop that long. Let's see how you feel. Okay, what about psychotropic drugs for kids? More than 7.2 million kids are on psychiatric drugs. That's 600,000 children under the age of five. And this is, I would think, high-risk interventions. Um, so why? Why is this happening? What I'm going to be putting up is is actual physical damage to the brain. And this is out of the National Institute of Health.gov. Now, I don't know when they start doing the censoring, will they limit access to government documents like this? And this is the National Institute of Health.gov. Um, quote, are autism-like outcomes from early injuries specific to the cerebellum? That's right, traumatic birth injuries Okay, quote, although focal brain injury is not to be the principal cause of developmental disorders, it provides an approach to systems-level perturbation that deepens the significance of gene expression studies. Uh, what are they saying? They're saying that if you have a trauma that negatively affects input into the cerebellum and that causes problem with the brain. And then let's look at the Journal of Child Neurology, 2014. Acute cerebellar ataxia following meningeal cockle um, C conjugate vaccine. That means that they got vaccinated with varicella or influenza, hepatitis B or DPT shot, and they, the patient developed a problem with their cerebellum, and, and that cerebellum controls everything. So what about the health of our kids? Well, infant mortality rates, we have the highest infant mortality rate in the world of an, any industrialized country. We have the lowest rate of infectious diseases. Now, it, how long will we be able to talk about this and perhaps um, look for a real solution? No, not if the media is censored. Let's look at this. Autoimmune disease, an invisible epidemic when your body attacks itself. This was an article two years ago in Jan January 2016. But they go on to state that 85% of every dollar, okay, that's 85 cents of every dollar on, is spent in healthcare on people with chronic illness or disease. And they say by 2030, um, the number is going to increase to 37% of the population that has a chronic illness or disease. 27% of all children under 19 years old currently have at least one chronic disease, and 6% have more than one. 
um, you know, it just gets deeper and deeper. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a number of different um, problems with the system so that we can actually correct the system. Honest to goodness. It seems like too, um, too simple, um, but we have to, have to correct the problem. Uh, so what's our choice? Well, for one, let's go back to the Nuremberg Code. Okay, just for the heck of it, because that's World War II, and some people can still remember that. What do they say? Informed consent, absence of coercion, properly formulated scientific experimentation, and there has to be a benefit towards experiment part participants. That is something that we have to go back to. When we talk about um, what, why is fear being used now? Well, you can control people. It's easy to maintain an orderly society if people are frightened. Uh, and <laughs> it forces obedience to laws. How many people would absolutely give up their rights to um, whether they're going to get a forced medical procedure or not um, because you have to protect others? Wouldn't you turn in your neighbor who's not vaccinating because their unvaccinated children are endangering yours? Yeah, neighbor against neighbor. It's, it sounds in incredible, but we have to change the system. I uh, like Bill Wright's comment, or Bob Wright's comments. No doctor has ever healed anyone of anything in the history of the world. The human immune system heals, and that's the only thing that heals. We have to look at how the body works. Trust the body. Realize that you have limited time to get access to this information. Gather it up. Download it, not through the URLs. Look at Natural News. Look at Mercola.com. Look at Sherry Tenpenny. Look, get as much information as you can. We're going to start to do open rallies. We're going to do whatever we can to keep this information um, in the public, in the eye, so we can change the world. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.